This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, we go. Podcast time. Always love this time of day. That means the day is coming to a close. Al Luch, what's up? Oh, hi, Jerry. Well, I did print out the article that uh, had come up a couple times uh, on the Boomer and Geo show. Uh, yep. they, they didn't get into the article. They just said that there was an article about dolphins that uh, they thought would be fitting for the post-game podcast. Yes, I had I had three people send it to me. Yeah, I did not have any. Which is shocking. Usually you get them. I don't. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with people. What's wrong with people? Why am I not being Maybe you included? block these guys. Uh, that's possible. Uh, the headline for the article that's going around that everyone wants you to discuss, Jerry, is a uh, study says that dolphins have a fully functional clitoris. Biologists say they found clear evidence that female dolphins have a fully functioning clitoris that helps them experience pleasure during sex, just as it does for humans. Have you ever seen two dolphins have sex? No. I have seen a dolphin try to make love to a woman, though. Come on. No, if you go on, like, when uh, you know, people go swimming with the dolphins? Yes. Every once in a while, a dolphin gets super horned up, and it wants to make love to a woman. Wow. That is true. Like, there are videos online of people on vacation. Is that erotic, or? Well, they know that, like, the people try to, oh, ha, ha, he likes you, da, da, and then all of a sudden, it's, like, trying to. Hump the woman. Put its uh, unit, because they do have wieners. But how does that fit into the clitoris? Oh, well, there are two different uh, sexes <laughs> uh, for, in, in dolphins. One has a clitoris, one has a penis. Dolphins are like cats to me. I feel like they're just all females. Yeah, it looks like a very female animal. Like, I think dogs are all male and all cats are female. Yes. And I know that's not the case. Sharks, male. Yes, agreed. Right, if it's a pretty or nice animal, we think female. And if it's just an, a filthy animal, I think yeah. it's a guy. <laughs> right. It's true. But it's weird, like, you know... We think about dogs licking themselves. True. Well, my dog, she licks herself, and she doesn't. And she's a girl. I would expect uh, that to be a boy dog trait. Yeah, but you know what? Girls do that too. I guess Let's so. Let's be honest. Yeah. More than you think. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if you're interested, go on like YouTube and just you know, there's nothing, you know, it's not, uh, you know, anything. It's not graphic. It's not graphic. It's just that these dolphins, they get aggressive. This? 
I don't know where I saw this on. Mm. It may have been years ago on Howard Stern show that it was discussed. <laughs> That's possible. By the way, he was trending again. For what? He was destroying Novak Djokovic. Oh, it's enough. I'm just saying. Yeah, I did not see that. Not trending in my world anymore. That was on Twitter for me. We I all have our. We all have to. now very small worlds that we we can box ourselves into. Isn't it interesting? It's what you're interested in. Yeah. That's I was just true. thinking, I'm looking here on the TV. I'm like, who's watching all these shows? And I'm like, oh, I'm about to do a podcast. Who's listening to this? But people do. I know, but it's just such small audiences it, well, now. Well, yeah. It, this isn't 1958 where 90 million people are watching the same thing. Yeah, but it's not even, you know, where 35 million, outside of NFL games, where 35 no, million people are watching. Think about the, the choices. Yeah. Think about how many, you can throw podcasts into there into this, how many radio shows are on television. How many original programs are on Netflix? Original programs on Amazon Prime, HBO Max, Hulu. It's insane. It's all over the place. It's very hard to have a shared experience like we used to. Agreed. Certain things cut through. Which is why the NFL cuts through. Yeah. But even like, you know, if if you believe the statistics, Joe Rogan has like 100 million. Does he? Yeah. But I can walk around here and I could find... Most people don't listen to Joe yeah. Rogan, especially one side. <laughs> yeah, so I it's, would think. it's very weird that. Yeah, and how it picked up so much steam. Yeah, it's it's very strange how certain things uh, cut through, and then even still, they don't really cut through like they used to. Like everyone knew the Tonight Show and Letterman. It, it's not it's not like that. It's anymore. different, but again, there's so many choices, and that's. Building and building, and it ain't coming down anytime soon either. Yeah. And evidently, dolphins now have a choice for pleasure. <laughs> Female yes. dolphins. Back to the dolphins. Back to the dolphins. This happened, uh, this was uh, done by the uh, a college in Massachusetts. Of course they it started was. the studying the evolution of genitals in animals. Are they not aware there's a pandemic going? Maybe we could study <laughs> how to stop that. <laughs> Instead of uh, studying the genitals of animals? Can you imagine you go into class. Are we going to start studying Omicron or Delta? What should we do? No. Uh, actually, today, kids, we're going to study the clitoris of a dolphin. <laughs> here's what? A, well, here's a quote, Jerry. Uh, dolphins have vaginal folds, and we were studying these folds to try to figure out their function and why they are so diverse across species. As we dissected all these vaginas, the clitoris was obviously very well developed, so we decided to investigate how much we knew about it. They took a close look at the clitoral tissue of 11 bottlenose dolphin females that had died of natural causes. They did not kill these dolphins. They examined the presence of nerve endings, muscles, and blood vessels. Everything they found pointed to a fully working clitoris. You're welcome, Eddie. I laid out on that one. (laughs) It says here also that uh, now we used to be told that, that only humans that humans were the only species that had sex for pleasure and not necessarily for reproduction. Well, what about dogs and bunnies? Well... You tell me they don't enjoy it? Let's see what this says. Dolphins aren't the only only animals that appear to enjoy sex and do it for non-productive reasons like humans. Many of our primate relatives do as well, but the fact that dolphins' clitoris is so similar to the human version... Despite dolphins and humans being 95 million years apart in the evolutionary family tree, suggests that the organs' origins 
the clitoris, Jerry, goes way, way back. So the cavemen and mm-hmm. the cave women. And we're going all the way back. I'm thinking that's even further. This, if uh, it, transplants using dolphin clitoris <laughs> into a woman. It, well, it says it, it's very similar to a to a. Uh, it can't a be the human. same size, though. You wouldn't think so. That's a great point. Hey, Betsy, you got a third leg there. <laughs> no, that's my dolphin clitoris. <laughs> <laughs> It's so stupid. Yeah. You know what I've never understood? A lot. I don't. <laughs> I am not a, I am not somebody who has, uh, who is a, a player. I'm not somebody who has had uh, tons of uh, sexual liaisons. But this idea that men cannot find the clitoris is very bizarre to me. It's right under the hood. <laughs> How do you not know? Like, that's like a thing where they go, men, uh, it's very hard to find the clitoris. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Unless that's from like the seventies and eighties when there was a whole lot Navigating going on. Navigating through the jungle. Yeah, <laughs> I was in the jungle. <laughs> that's got to be it, right? There's so much to say, but I don't trust Eddie. I can't. <laughs> like that's like a thing that was a joke all the time. Yeah. Like men can uh, find the. Well, clitoris. not every one is the same, right? I mean, I guess there are different looks to them. There are. So you got to navigate your way around the different ones. <laughs> they all don't come with maps either. It's true. <laughs> some uh, some are more cluttered than others. That too. Right? That is very true. Yes. Hmm. God, I was watching. I know you've seen it. That's how I was watching this Bill Burr. His marriage his marriage bit yeah. is one of the funniest things I have ever seen. I heard a little bit of it on the satellite driving back from Penn State last night. So I went and found the five-minute clip. <laughs> wow. And it wasn't like it was in 2002. It was 2015. Yeah. Now, he's playing now. I hope he has that in his routine. I hope so. It seems like a greatest hits for you. Like, I would pay to see him do that live. <laughs> You'd be yelling it out in the crowd like people yell for Freebird. <laughs> do the marriage bit. <laughs> What did you Google? That, what did you put into YouTube to find the Bill clip? Burr marriage bit? Oh, okay. It came right up. Well, there you would think he's got a bunch of different things on marriage. Well, I mean, there were six or seven different ones that popped up. Some were much longer than the others. Yeah. So it seems like he's probably got a very lengthy one, and then he's got the shorter ones for different Shorter versions. Yeah. All right. Very funny. Uh, condom sales have gone. <laughs> <laughs> they have what? They have gone down. During the pandemic, I would think so. I would because th- I would think people are not uh, having relations like they were prior to two years ago. A forty percent drop—that's a huge number. That is a big number. They, also, not uh, surprising. They blame COVID, of course, yeah. for not hooking up with uh, people because you're not. But I think uh, there's also they're saying that uh, people, even that were coupled up, have less sex during the coronavirus. Yeah, I could see that, but I do think if you go back to when did it start? 2020? I think it made years. I feel like 19 up. it started. No, it was 20. Cause it was? was 22. So it's two years. Yeah. Okay. So it was 20. February, oh, yeah, March yeah, of yes, 20. Yes, you're correct. If you think about what those first five months were like, like people weren't, aside to go to the grocery store, people weren't leaving. And I remember me and you having a discussion on one of these podcasts about if you were single and 30 years old now, 
how do you meet somebody? Yes, we did have that. Between masks and not going out? Mm -hmm. Like, there's really nothing. And also, even if you've got a girlfriend, you don't live with her, are you getting together with her? So, yeah, I would think that that number, I'm surprised actually 40%, I think a little more. 40% drop. Yeah. No, hold the latex production. Yeah. I'm sure that will ramp up when at some point we figure this thing out. But they uh the 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 person in charge of uh, the condom place uh, said lagging sales could be due to the closure of hotels and motels which uh people would go to for liaisons. I tell you, driving through Pennsylvania like yeah. I did Monday night and then last night. There are some hotels in the middle of freaking nowhere. Now, you want to tell me a 12-room motor lodge for the random truck driver that doesn't want to sleep in his cab, even though most of them do. You want a night in a hotel and a shower? I Great. Passing by Nowheresville, Pennsylvania, a Hilton Garden Inn that's got 300 rooms, <laughs> and there's two cars in the parking lot. Yeah. Like, I don't, it's not even a, va- you're nowhere. There have to be, like, businesses there that take over, and I guess. How something. often, though? I don't know. You would think you need that place 60% full every day? You would think so, yeah. As opposed to, make to money. two rooms? Yeah. So it's very strange. Weird. Yeah. Just like, but I don't understand the small hotels that you were just mentioning that are Because those are, are mom places. and pop shops. But even those, like, they'll be like a place down the shore mm-hmm. now. And I'll r- drive by it, and there's like eight cars in oh, the really? lot. I'm like, who's here? I think those are people that don't have housing, probably. Is that right? Because those rates down by you in the winter, very cheap. Oh, right. Right, right, right. In the summer, even as small of a... They're not. They're not. They're extraordinarily expensive. Right, especially on the weekends. Absolutely. So, I mean, you think about... And I've done this. I remember back in 92-ish, I want to say, 93. We had... It's the only time my family ever did it. On my dad's side, they did a family reunion in Wildwood. And I'll never forget, because it was really before the internet, my mom, I'll never forget her on the phone with a pen and paper, just calling places and didn't know what she was calling. But, like, my aunt had given her a list of, like, five hotels where some people from the family were going to be. Everyone wasn't going to be at the same place, but whatever. So she called all five. She gets the rates, and she goes, oh, this place looks nice. They got a pool, they say. It's right on the beach, blah, 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 blah. And I'll never forget when we pulled up. My parents' faces were like, oh, hell no. The problem was, oh, hell yes, there were no rooms available anywhere else. And I remember my dad was furious with how much we were paying. And on that, I, was, I guess I was probably 19 years old or so. And, I'll, man, he was pissed. But they can. Right. Where else are you going? Like you said, supply and demand. It's also funny to, to see some of these uh, small hotel motels that are uh, in, in the Jersey Shore towns. Yeah. They still have the signs on the front that say free HBO <laughs> and ESPN. Those are the two channels that evidently people want. What you should be putting out is we have Netflix. Right. <laughs> Hook up your own Netflix. Yes. We've got Chromecast for you. Do what you want. <laughs> I assume funny. when I see people in the in those parking lots that they're all like drug, drug dealers. dealers. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, listen. I or hookers. Holland Motor Lodge, as you know, once. And that woman, when I went in to get my room, she's like, she was looking at me funny. She said, why are you here? Right. I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> like, I just want to sleep for four hours. That's all I want to do. That was not a good experience. Yeah. That was hood up, full clothes on, and just lay on top of the bed. 
That was bad. You didn't want to get in involved in the nooks and crannies I of the uh, betting. Uh, no, I did not. That was that was a rough go. And I tried. If you don't remember this, maybe you do. I actually tried to sleep in my car outside before I decided to go there. I just wasn't comfortable with people walking around and like what. I, someone pulls me out of my car and just murders me on the street. What a stupid way to. <laughs> instead, I'll go die at a drug motel. <laughs> Which it wasn't. I'm just saying it did not have a good look. You didn't. It didn't feel comfortable uh, for you. No, no. You were not their usual clientele. It was normally people up to something. I, I think you can make Seems that. Like, you can think that way. I don't know yeah. if that's true or not. But it was not a good hotel. Yeah. Now that I think they have over there that one we watched getting the built. Holiday Inn. Yeah, Beautiful. That looks very nice. Yes. It's like right across from the uh, Holland Tunnel Motor. Other lot. side. Yeah. Other Absolutely. Side of the street. Yep. Yeah, that I would go to. That feel I feel like that looks like a brand be nice. new, beautiful hotel. It's probably four fifty a night. Where the hell you're parking though? Yeah, <laughs> here you go, valet. They take it into Manhattan. <laughs> <laughs> hey, when you want your car, give us three hours. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna need three hours in order to get your car back, and you're gonna be really low on gas. Yeah, by the too. time you get it back. That's my second story, Jerry. How about this story? Well, let me see what other ones I have here. I, I saved a couple while you were out. Mm-hmm. What did you and Eddie talk about yesterday? Um, well, we talked about uh, heating up your car, a little bit about that, one right. of my go-to stories. And then I, I actually I was, I had been interested in asking Eddie about this for a long time, but I always felt like the way I would ask him would be insulting, so mm. I never could figure out a way to ask him. So I just asked him, uh, and it was, you know, he is a, a guy that has a, people say, oh, you, Eddie, you know, you know so much, and why do you work here, yeah. and, all, and all those things. I said, but there, I feel like there was there was a line in the sand that he drew where he didn't want to learn about other things, hmm. pop culturally. Okay. So pop culture-wise, he stopped, like doesn't know so who celebrities are these days or any of that stuff, and I was wondering how that happened or why, hmm. and then how he gets his news and he had some interesting answers that made sense after uh, after he got, got done talking. Most people do have reasons for making the decisions they make. Yeah. A lot I mean, of people judge them without knowing those reasons. But Yeah, and I don't know why do I know about Kanye West and why do I need... Like, I don't need to know about Kanye West. I mean, I don't really know what he's up to. I know who he is. Yeah. Do I know what he's up to today? No. But there are a lot of like the the rapper today that was at the uh, hockey game and was yeah I don't know who that is Kodak Black I, I think I've I heard know. the name but I have no idea who that is yeah I'm not sure who that is okay. I don't know who a lot see I don't know who a lot of those people are either but I do know the people who are the next level up Kanye well older uh, all right older right Kanye's older guy I mean just like you're not you know Olivia Rodrigo I don't get the sense she's on your Spotify no. And she's tremendous, but she's also like 19 years old. But yet there are some like like uh, Taylor Swift breaks through. She is on my Spotify. But Taylor Swift is also in her 30s now. Oh. Taylor Swift isn't 18, 19 years old. That's true. You know? I mean, she's been around. Like there was, it's funny you bring her up. There was a song that came on on, um, what is it called on, uh, God damn, I forget which station it was, on, on Sirius. And they put the year of the song underneath yes. it. It's a song from 2005. Like, oh, really? 2005. Like, I, I would have said Taylor Swift started in 2012. Maybe it was 2006. But even so, like 15, 16 years ago. Right. I'm going to look real quick because her first song was a song called Tim McGraw. 
Okay. That was her first. That was not that the was song, her first song. I don't believe. But maybe it was from that album. Let me see. Maybe. Taylor Swift. And also, and you do that. I want to know how old she is. I'm going to say she's 31. Now, she was, what, 16 when she started, would you yeah, say? Yeah, I think she was 16. So maybe All she's right. Not so Tim McGraw, the song Tim McGraw came out in 2006. Yeah, so that must have been off that album. She's 32. Oh. So, yeah, you're right. again, not our age, but also. Not 19, just coming up now. Right. I'm only 20 years older than Taylor yes. Swift. Yeah. And yet you could be her dad. Well, no. Not. You could I'd be. have to be 20 when I had Taylor Swift. Yeah. You could be her dad. That'd be awesome if Taylor Swift was my daughter. Well, again, risk-reward. Yeah. Big risk, but big reward. You have Taylor Swift guess as what your happens? daughter. Usually somewhere in between. Somewhere in the middle? Yes. Somewhere in between the, having a serial killer baby. The odds of you having a serial killer as a child... Mm -hmm. Are infinitesimal. What what a word! That's tiny, especially for someone that didn't sleep more than two hours. Infinitesimal. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But where that would just you came say from. it's the same? Uh, what's more likely? I have a baby that turns out to be a serial killer, mm -hmm. or I have a baby that turns out to be Taylor Swift megastar. Well, there are more megastars in this world that we know of than we do know of serial killers. So your That's odds fair. are not much better, but they're better. You're right. They are better. Sure. I mean, you've got how many gazillionaires across the NBA, the NHL, rock music, rap music, pop music. They all make a fortune. Thankfully, there are not thousands of serial killers. That's a good point, Jerry. Statistically speaking, I more likely have a famous baby or yeah. a baby who grew up to be famous and rich. I legit think there's a better good. chance of you getting hit by a comet right now sitting in that chair than having a, serial a kid killer that turns baby? out to be a serial killer. Yeah. I do think that. Hmm. That's what the Dahmer father listen, said. Listen, I don't hear anything. I think we're okay. <laughs> but don't you think like the parents of Jeffrey Dahmer was like, what are the chances of having a serial killer kid? Yes, but I don't know what his upbringing was. I don't know how he was raised. It doesn't I mean, sound great. Yeah, None I mean, of these this, guys have great upbringings. Exactly. So there's a lot that goes into it. I don't think that you would be an absentee father. Mm -hmm. You know, I think you'd be into it. And I think it, you'd be all right. Yeah. You'd fall somewhere in between serial killer and megastar. Right. Like most of us. Right now I'm leaning towards megastar. <laughs> yeah, well. I'm not leaning in the serial killer. I will say you've got a better chance of that. Of being a megastar. Yes. I do today, of course. Yeah, well, I meant your offspring. Oh, my children. Yes. Your unborn children. Yeah. So, right. I was watching um, 90 Day Fiance yesterday. I'm sorry. And uh, one of the, the guy thought he was going to be having a uh, baby with the, the new uh, girl he met. And then she's in another country. And they were been talking and together for a while. And then she now she just tells him she had her tubes tied a while ago. Oh, okay. Mm, sucks for him. Yeah. Oh, is that it? They're done? I don't know, Jerry. It's a cliffhanger for next episode. So, hey, to each his own. I have zero interest in that, but if you like it, and go for it. I think I like it because I like seeing people's lives screwed up. Well, that's why I like watching. Uh, was it Below Zero? What yeah. the hell's the name? What's that called? I forget the name of that. So on um, that show where they live in Alaska. Mm -hmm. I actually like that show. But you like it because you go, oh my god, I'm glad I don't have that life. I, I cannot understand how these people. This is their like. This is it. This is how they were born, how they're spending their life, and where they'll die. Why? <laughs> and the poor kids that, I mean, I guess it's the only life they know. Yes. But it's like, why? 
Why would you want to? There was the one episode the other day I saw where the guy is away from his wife and two kids for like three months to get his tiny cabin ready. And I mean tiny. And then he flies them in and has to has to literally drill through the ice to make sure the ice is thick enough for this plane that he rents for the pilot to get them here is thick enough that they can land on it and it's not going to completely collapse and he loses everybody. And then, because there's no electricity, he's got to stake the quote-unquote makeshift runway with sticks off trees so the pilot has something to shoot for. And then the woman who's a pretty woman... She gets out, she's got this little six-month-old, she's got like a four-year-old, and he's like, oh, I'm so happy you're here, this is the way it should be. And then they go inside this, no bigger than a big backyard shed with a whole bunch of wood and a fireplace, and they're eating like carcass meat. Like, what? Is there floor ice or there there No, they're floor, and they have heat because they have the the fireplace. So they have, it's not like they're going to freeze, but why? And what are you doing all day? Hunt. Oh, hunt. Eat. And that's it. Uh, my guess is you hunt, eat, have sex, repeat. Did what it, else are you doing? Did any of them have like uh, electronic devices to play no, with? Not that I saw. I've never seen that. There's no way. They're 5G. They're like, they have a half G where they are. <laughs> There's no civilization. Yeah. Like for him to hunt, he will set out on a one to two hour trek just to find elk in the area. And oh, by the way, always looking out for the bear. Like, there's got to be a better way. And then he kills the elk and drags it back and puts it in the fire to cook it. And this is the one I don't understand either. They get on these snowmobiles, and the snowmobile, that's how they'll bring the elk back, or, you know, they'll roll it on. And the the temperature is like negative 15 degrees without the wind chill. And he's two hours from his stupid cabin. What if he runs out of gas? And it's not like it's this state-of-the-art snowblower, a snow machine, whatever the hell, a snowmobile. It's old. What if it breaks down? <laughs> then what happens? That You admit, die. Yeah, because the bear will be like, there's that guy. But he's hunting you. Uh, there's the guy I was competing for elk with, and now he's run out of gas. Like, that I'm, because there are legit people that live this way. Is uh, it the Alaska Bush people, or it's no, below something? It's life below zero. Oh, life below zero. That is the show. All right, I might check that out. I can't. And there's a woman. She's got to be in her fifties. She lives by herself. How lonely! Like out with the bush. Like she's out in the. In she's the land. out. No, she's got her house in the woods all by herself. Hmm. And her. This was her thing in this last episode. I got to put the rope. I got to attach the rope from my house to the fuel shed. And the fuel shed to another shed that had supplies. Because in the winter, the snow drift and the wind is so incredibly heavy, you can't see two feet in front of your face. So just so that you don't get lost, turn the wrong way, and end up dying and freezing to death, you hold on to the rope to get to where you need to go to get the kerosene or the fuel that she stocked up on or the wood and then she's got to hump it back to the... Like, you got to be out of your mind. Wouldn't you love to see a shot of the cameraman? Yes, To see I what's would. going on there? I would. They got to like be how like, how the that? hell did I draw this assignment? <laughs> right, I should be on uh, Temptation Island. Oh, right. Could you imagine? That's the assignment you want. All right, we got a reality show for you. Yeah, where am I going? Survivor? What island? Uh, you're going to life below zero. <laughs> I'm sorry, what was that? <laughs> where? Alaska.
without electronics and civilization. That'd be crazy. Yeah, that's terrible. Good God. All right, Jerry, let's do the warm-up program. Okay. And then tomorrow's Thursday. All right. Will we have a uh, a quiz, a 1980s uh, quiz tomorrow? If I remember. If you remember, okay. I forgot last week. All right. I would look I would look forward to that. Yeah, I got to come up with something different to him. I'm getting bored with that. All right. Running out of years. Yeah, what else could we <laughs> what else we could think of something else to do? I'll quiz you on uh 2021 uh 2021-22 NBA basketball players. <laughs> that one <would be laughs> real good. name or fake. <laughs> that won't go well for me. I know it won't. <laughs> All right, Jerry, let's do the warm-up program back here tomorrow at 5. So when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The fan is on your smart speaker. To listen to the home of New York sports, just say, hey, Google, play WFAN. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Here we go, it's a Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. Danny Scazzeri, good morning, sir. How are you? We do the warm-up show till 6. Oh, we've got lots to do, not a lot of time to do it in. So without further ado, I say good morning to Al Michael Dukes. What's up, man? Jerry, we uh, the Joe Judge era is over. Over. See over. ya. Get dun, out. Dun, 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 dun. Sue! Sue! You suck. Get out. Get out. Sue! Don't want to work. Jerry, these are fun songs that you play when you're celebrating things. Dun, 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 yeah, dun, dun, I don't like celebrating someone getting fired. Goodbye. Well, we're not, Sue! We're not celebrating him getting fired. You just said you played this when you're celebrating things. We're celebrating, you a just new, said. we're celebrating a new beginning for the Giants. Yeah, well, let's so, hope it's different than the last four. Because <laughs> the last several have not gone well. What is this, Z100 in 1984? At 5 o'clock. 5 o'clock on five Friday. O'clock You're fired. <laughs> You're fired. Yeah. That was our president, Mr. Donald you know, Trump, Jerry. just two years ago, this poor guy was up there with his kids. This is why sometimes you don't take the jobs. You stay as a, a special no, teams. That's what I, I would no, do. No, I think it's third. No, here's why. Because now he's got an opportunity to Goodbye. do it again. And people will think he knows what he's doing. Yeah. He's only 40 years old. He'll get another job. Doing what? Coaching. Special teams? He'll be a coordinator. Could be. A, you know what? With the way these teams are, would you be stunned if someone gave him another shot next year? I, would. I wouldn't be. Eric Mangini got another job very quickly, although he was successful for a year. Goodbye, stranger. Yeah. Do you remember? I actually thought of this yesterday. Do you remember when he got Goodbye. fired? The reaction. We liked it. No one knew who the hell he was. Oh. No, I would not say we liked it. I mean, we're not Giant fans. We don't care, but. Jerry, we must be moving on as the great Super Yeah. Moving on. I have one, only one more for you, Jerry. Then I'll be done with this nonsense, okay? You remember this one? I do. Goodbye to you. Yeah. I do remember Patty Smythe and Scandal. Yeah, I remember She's this married one. to John McEnroe. Yes, I'm aware. If they're still together. Wasn't she the one that yelled at Craig in the elevator? She did. Yes. So I've heard that story many times. You're fired. <laughs> Speaking of Craig, Get you out. can't take credit for something that we all know is going to happen. 
Who, what do you mean he like took credit? Like, he was credit? taking credit for telling you that Joe Judge was going to be fired. We all thought he was going to be exactly. fired. I know. There's so many talk show hosts. We were all surprised hosts. when he wasn't Monday. There's so many talk show hosts that, that, take, that want credit for things we know are going to happen. Yeah, well, we're in a credit world. If you if you haven't noticed, yeah, John Heyman, blah 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 blah. Credit first to I always like this one, catching up on credit. Yeah, so catching who cares? Catching up on credit, uh, Billy with the Bergen records. <laughs> it's so stupid. It's just like uh, yeah. If you pull something out of your butt and go like, uh, listen, I heard Bill Belichick's getting fired today. Now that would be a that story would be a if story. you were the first one to say then I'd that. Be like, I told you Bill Belichick was getting fired. You can't tell me Joe. You can't tell me a guy who's foreign. 13 was getting fired and take credit right. for it. 10 wins in two years. Get out. <laughs> you want credit for what you're supposed to do. You know what I found very interesting on Monday? Yeah. Based on the credit, not credit, and what's credit, going on credit. and what's not going on. I found it very interesting Monday how how many reporters were running with, oh, Joe Judge is back. He met with the players today. And it was only a couple of guys that came out and said, no, guys, relax. He hasn't even had his meeting yet with ownership. That's just routine. And I was really surprised how the narrative was, wow, the Giants are bringing him back. And not enough people understood that, no, 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 they have, we haven't even gotten there yet. And then, of course, yesterday after another day of meetings, you know what I wonder? Do you think, so John Mara and I guess Stephen Tisch meet with him for a couple of hours Monday, as they say. I mm-hmm. heard Ralph Acchiano on with, with Craig and Evan. And then he's got to come back the next day to continue talks. Like, what are those conversations about? I don't know. Like, were they like, all right, we think we're going to let you go. Tell us why not. Beg us. And then he sits there and presents, you know, slides. And I, I, I don't, like, what was the point? Well, we do know he talks a lot. He does talk a so lot. So they may have asked him one question in the first meeting, and he just kept, like, filibustering as they do in politics. I don't I don't know what the point of filibustering is in politics other than. Waste time. Yeah, like, they Stall. just keep talking and talking and talking. But yeah. that's what Joe Judge did. They were probably exhausted. They were like, you know what, come back tomorrow. We can't. I, it's possible. I can't keep up this conversation today. Then he came back and he walked in the office. He's blah 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 blah. We're like, oh my god, I gotta do this again. I guess. Do you I, do, do you think it was the the combination of like for example, let me ask you this: if he doesn't do the quarterback sneaks and doesn't have that eleven minute rant where he was somewhat saying bad things about other guys, if those two things don't exist, just those two things. Mm-hmm. Is he still here? I think he might be. I feel like he unraveled. Yeah. And the team, this is what I, again, this is what I said a few weeks ago when the report was that he's back. said, you can say that, but if they go down feebly the next few weeks, which they did, and they just got their doors blown off. And I'll tell you another thing that hurt him, and we talked about this Monday. You can sit there and tell me Jake Fromm sinks all you want. That's fine. Other teams around the league competed I didn't say they won, but they competed with backup quarterbacks. All the time. Yes, and this team did not compete with a backup quarterback. And also, and I heard you say, I think you said it, this notion that, you know, it's not fair because they lost Daniel. They were 4-8 and when Daniel Jones was gone, was playing. So it's not like they were 8-4 and and then wound up losing their last five games. Like, they weren't good before it. Daniel Jones and Mike Lennon are the same guy. A little longer neck on Mike Lennon. That's it. Yeah. Other, like the defenses are not preparing differently for Mike Glennon or I think the only Daniel thing you're preparing Jones differently for is, is the escapability that Jones legs. has and he likes to run. But to it, it's he really hurt himself these last couple of weeks for sure. And I think the fact that everybody around the country 
was mocking those back-to-back quarterback sneaks. Mocked. 100% hurt. There's no question. They they became, I said it to you Monday morning, like the Red Zone channel was going to the game just to make fun of what they were doing. Yeah. Or not doing. Then uh, Dan Orlovsky mocked us. And then MVP candidate Aaron Rodgers took shots. Oh, did he really? Oh, on Pat McAfee's show. This is what he said, Jerry. Uh, You know what would make me lose my mind? Third and nine on the negative five. Let's go in goal line personnel and then run a quarterback sneak. Call that one in Matt, meaning Matt LaFleur, and let's see what happens. Yeah. Well, the difference is he's going to change the play. Jake Fromm's not allowed to. And also that five, I said this too, Monday, the following series, third and eight from their own, they're 30, not the three and they run a draw play. Like, you just gave up on two straight possessions. What if Jake Fromm did change the play? <laughs> Fake handoff. Oh, what he goes to? They go to Luwenicki, and maybe it's better. I don't know. I, yeah, I, don't, know. <laughs> I don't know, Like, man. Jake Fromm comes to the side and goes, I'm not running a draw. Jake Fromm is just happy to be there. The young kid. It was his first touchdown pass on Sunday in his career. Is that right? Yeah. So, I don't know. I also think... And Tiki was talking about this with Tierney on Tiki Monday. Tiki Barber? Yeah, because I guess there was reports. And I do think every team can say this about their coach. But there were reports that they're, you know what, some of the players didn't really care for him, and it just became noise, like too much rah, rah, rah type of stuff. And I also heard Tiki say this too, which I thought I never heard before, that I guess they've got coaches on that staff that had very little to no NFL experience. And it was like they were just overmatched every week. So I think you throw it all into the mix. I think the Giants have no chance and no choice. You heard it here first, Jerry. The Giants are going to hire a new GM and coach. <laughs> and I we want, get credit. I want credit when it happens. I told you so. Now, interesting, this uh, Brian Flores situation. Yes, he is going to be interviewing with the Bears now. So he gets fired um, somewhat surprisingly, right? Very surprised. I was very surprised. You very surprised. Yeah, I think most people were. All of a sudden... The narrative around Brian Flores is reminding me about the Brock Osweiler situation from a year ago. All of a sudden, everyone's talking like this guy's the next great coach. Based on what? No, I don't think you're. I don't. I wouldn't say that as much as he was fired on what grounds, given the fact of how well they played the last three months. Yes, they got out to a bad start, one and seven. But aside from two games, they lost the teams that clearly were better than them. At one and seven, a lot of teams can just. They wound up going on a seven-game winning streak, and we're in the mix for the postseason. They've handled Belichick and the Patriots well. They've played the Bills well, and it looked like they were building towards something. You've also got a quarterback that's still learning, and I think most people thought he did a lot with what he had, and all of a sudden he's gone. And then Stephen Ross says it's because basically said because we all don't get along. That was essentially what he said when he fired him, and so they put the blame on the coach for that. Now we're not there. I don't. I wouldn't know Brian Flores from a hole in the wall, other than to see him. Now, because yesterday I saw here's a headline on Pro Football Talk: Will a team fire its current coach for a shot at Brian Flores? Yeah, I wouldn't go that far. What? I mean, this is not Bill Parcells back right. in the heyday. I think Brian Flores did a nice job in Miami this year, but I wouldn't say you got to go out and get him. He's not like Jim Harbaugh. I think I really do. I think he's a franchise game changer. Yeah, I don't know that Brian Flores may or may not be. I don't know. I would say if I was the here's who I'd be interested in Brian Flores if the Jets didn't have a coach because this guy's figured out how to beat Bill Belichick. Yes, I agree. Get him here, which is one of the harder things here. to do, and he's done it well. Yeah, he's done it well. Yeah, 
You know what? His biggest problem this year wasn't it? Was it Jacksonville? They lost. Was it the Jaguars? They lost to in London. Mm, I don't Probably. remember. Probably, but they. It was yeah. That that game. I remember there were rumblings about him, maybe something, and then they went on this run and they just played great football. Yeah, I was also reading that he. Uh, the rumors are he doesn't get along with Tua. Which is another problem. Tua. So maybe it's not just the front office. Right. I mean, that's if you've got a quarterback, and I'm not so sure Tua is going to be there for ten years. I have no idea. What he I looks see. So awkward. I agree. But he also had a seven game winning streak and did win eight of nine. If you don't get along with your star quarterback, that's a problem. I suppose. Well, it looks that way. You I mean, die. the players win in today. I, it's not right, but the players win. You know, they're the ones that make the money. Yeah, I don't like it. It's I don't like weird, it either. It's a weird business. It's uh, sports yeah, and uh, r- sports radio hosts. They're the only ones that don't have to listen to their boss and nothing happens. Well, when you make five, six, and sometimes 40 times what your boss makes. Yeah. Like, think about last year. Francisco Lindor was making $30 million, and Luis Rojas was making 800000 Right. I mean, who's telling who what? Yeah, and around here, if you have good ratings, everyone acts like they don't have to listen to the bosses. I, I guess. I don't Not know. Me, Jerry. We're very obedient. obedient. And we have 100 share, you say? We do have 100 share, which is interesting. That's pretty That's pretty dominant, That means uh, for people that don't understand the ratings, 100% of all people with radios on. We don't have everybody. Jerry. No, no, no. The people that have the radio on right now. don't have their radio yeah. on. There are people going around with... You drive in silence sometimes. I do drive in silence sometimes. That but people that have their radios on. From five to six, one hundred percent of them listening to us have on this radio. Station. That's right, WFAN one hundred one point nine. So, Spike, listen, if you've got something to say, right, talk we to have Eddie. a one hundred share. <laughs> we don't listen to the bosses. <laughs> You're so stupid. Yeah, it is weird because again, the players win. The players have the longer contracts, and the coaches and the managers have the shorter term deals, and are basically. Kick to the side very yeah. easily. Kick to the curb. And you can always find someone else to do the job. There doesn't you know? seem to be a um, – there seem to be a lot of coach openings now, right? There's uh, a good handful, coach. yeah, yeah. And other than Jim Harbaugh, I don't hear another sexy name. Um, I don't know that there is one right now. No, it is interesting, though. One name we haven't heard, and don't call me with this during Boomer and Geo. Tom Coughlin? Finally have not heard Bill Cowher's name. Uh, I heard it. Yes, yeah, someone called. Oh. No, no, someone called yesterday. You I tool bags for the Giants. Yeah, for the Giants. I did hear that on the radio. Mm, was it Tiki? I forget who it was, but yeah, I did hear that the other day. That name will come up. Of course, it will. Well, normally, it comes up right away. Yeah, well, I point. did hear it Monday, but it's not been. I'll say this though: it hasn't been thought of by the masses, right? So well, let's put it out there. If it happens, Jerry, you, think, you heard it here. Walking aside, though. And I know in baseball, Dusty Baker still managing. You've got Tony La Russa still out there. And I'm not saying Bill Cowher is 75 years old. But Bill Cowher, it's a decade. Was it 15 years? How long has he been out? Long time. You think he really wants to get back into that grind? Well, just think about how. So it has been 15 years, right? Because he, he, he we said right, Ben Tomlin. Roethlisberger's 18 years. Yeah. And uh, 15 of those are with Tomlin. Think about how the game has changed in right. 15 years. Right. It, you're, all, all you can do is come back and ruin your legacy. Yeah, well, point. you can certainly put a mark on it. That's for damn sure. Yeah. You're absolutely right. And also, at his age, he's got to be so comfortable with life right now, yeah. I would think. I think he's married again, I'm pretty sure. Yes. You know, NFL today, easy whatever work. he likes to do in the offseason as opposed to go work 16-hour days again. Yeah, that's silly. And then have to learn everything. I don't know. Yeah. I just don't think at this point you'd want to do that. You're right. I'd be out for that. 
And uh, Boomer sometimes will say, like, oh, what do they offer him? $70 million. He doesn't need $70 million. And he doesn't need But everyone, He's, most people would take that, though. Yeah, but. But is it a money grab, or are you really going to do the job? Right, and and he can't spend $70 million. You know what name surprises me never comes up anymore? Who? And I guess because he's an older person, too, and he's been out of it for so long. But Jimmy Johnson's name has completely fizzled. That's true. In coaching. So, like, Cowher's name is still out there. Yeah. You never hear, and you see Jimmy. I know Jimmy Johnson's not a young man, but he looks young, and he's still around the game with the and not Same deal. I don't know that he would ever want to do it again. I'm not saying that, but I'm surprised no one ever mentions him ever anymore. If John Gruden put on a pair of Bobby Valentine disguise <laughs> no, and came back, would they, could someone hire him? You cannot do that. <laughs> I heard one name. How about Bill O'Brien? You want him? No. That's not sexy for you? No. No, I don't want either. <laughs> only uh, John about, Harbaugh or Jim Harbaugh about is this the one? only sexy one. You want Dan Quinn? I don't even. You know, I keep hearing people Super say. Super Bowl coat. I don't even know who that is. Oh, Jesus Christ. I don't. I do not He's know. He's the defensive coordinator for your Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> They're your Cowboys, Jerry. Holy Jesus. Yeah, I don't know if you've he, heard. They've I like got five one of the teams. best defenses in the league. No, he was I'm, the Super Bowl coach with the Falcons, and he really has done a nice job in Dallas in his name. And it, it kills me because I don't want to see him go. Like, they've played. This is the best Cowboys defense I've seen in years. I'm sick of defensive guys. Well, but I don't know necessarily that he's a defensive coach. I don't know that he's not. I'm just saying this is what he's done. I'm not, you know. Is Don Coriel like, still alive? When they were in Atlanta, that offense was off the charts. Now he had Matt Ryan and Julio Jones and everything. I get it. But I don't think I don't think of the Falcons Super Bowl team that lost to the Patriots and think defense. I think offense. So maybe he can come. Right, their defense Daniel actually Jones. gave up uh, those points for the Patriots to come back. Yes, correct. Although I did, re- I did watch the one episode of uh, The Man in the Arena. Yeah. Uh, on ESPN Plus, I guess, the the Tom Brady thing. And the one I watched was on that year that ended with the Super Bowl win over the Falcons. And Brady was on the sideline after the first quarter basically saying, I've never seen speed like this on defense. Like, they were flying. So, But he figured it out. They did figure it out, yes. So. I did check to see if Don Coriel was still alive. He he of uh, Air Coriel, yeah. the Chargers. Chargers Although yeah. they never won anything. He uh, passed uh, oh. 12 years ago, so he's out. 12 years ago? Take him off the list. All right. Uh, 518, just getting started. We still got lots more to do, including a big Wednesday program with Boomer and Geo here on The Fan. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. about the cars on a Wednesday morning? 25 after 5. nailed it, Jerry. <laughs> well, I get some right sometimes. You never know. I do have a list. The New York Post put together a uh, list of potential candidates oh. to uh, take Joe Judge's, Judge's uh, job. All right, so can I take a couple of guesses All right, here? Jerry, go ahead. All right, so first and foremost, we're going to have Brian Flores' name on there. He is on the along list. Along with Jim Harbaugh. And Jim Harbaugh. Good job. Are people making the claim that the Giants might trade for Sean Payton? No, that's well, not well that's list. not on the New York Post list. Okay. This is just the New York Post put this together. No, right, go ahead. Who else? That, by the way, that would be the hire, not hire, but trade. However, yeah. you got to get him. 
Like that well, is. I it. guess there are some sexy uh, people. Right, well, he's not available though. What like you have to one? go out out the box to get him. For New York Giants, the Heritage uh, Organization, one of the first three teams ever playing football. Oh, jeez. Josh McDaniels. Yeah, I've seen that too. I saw. I, I forget who posted it. Um, what about a Pioli McDaniels deal? I think McDaniels. I like that actually. Is afraid. To be a he head might coach. be. There's the there is the thought that he's just trying to wait out Belichick. Right. The problem is Belichick doesn't go anywhere. Right, but I think he's good. I think he's like how he I might be. be. I'm good. Uh, well, he's got a lot of responsibility up there yeah. too. Um, you don't want to go fail out on your own, or maybe he's just waiting for the right spot because it didn't work once. All right. How about this name? Like Jerry? he didn't go to Indianapolis. Frank Reich took that job, and now you look at it, and I'm, it was probably better at the time than it is right now. Like, what do the Colts do for a quarterback? You really going to go back with Carson Wentz next year? Can't do it. But what what are your options? You get the really thin uh, Andrew Luck back. No, you can't put on do, it some pounds. You're not going to do that. So I'm. You never know. Maybe this is the spot for McDaniel's. We'll All see. Right. That would be sexy. Plus, remember, Belichick could the Giants, great place. That's where you want to be. Family. Who knows? Good point. Who knows? How about this one? Bills offensive coordinator Brian Dabble. Dable. Dable. <laughs> Dabble. <laughs> he'll Jerry, he'll be dabbling in some giants. Was Brian Dable work. with the Jets? I don't know. I think he was. Never heard of him. <laughs> just Google well, you it. You never heard of Dan Quinn's. How would you know? You just called no, Brian I've, Dable Brian Dabble. <laughs> I've heard of Dan Quinn, but I had no idea who he was. But okay. I knew he was a football person. Got it. That's How about fine. this one? Let me see if this one's sexy to you, Jerry. Byron Leftwich. Bucks um, offensive coordinator. Yeah, here's the uh, here's the problem. The Giants just did this with a first time head coach. You can't go first time head coach right now. You can't. You just failed. I mean, up in flames with Joe Judge. You're going to try and sell the fan base on a first time coach again. I'm sad Dan Reeves now. passed away. I'd have brought him right in here. Put no. a suit on. Let's go. Yes, he he did pass away. Straighten it out. I would tell you. The one name that would intrigue me as a first-time head coach, Brian Dable. Um, yeah, let's see. I'm just trying to look because I want to make sure he was with the Jets. Um, the first is Eric Bieniemy. Yeah, that dude always gets passed over. I don't know why. Uh, well, as he get see, here's the thing. I don't know if he's always been passed over or he hasn't been able to. Yes, with the Jets in 0708, Brian Dable. Um, what do you call it? Passed over or before the rules were in play. Because the Chiefs were so good making these late runs, the positions were filled, and he didn't want to go interview during the playoff run. So I don't, I, I don't know. I if I was a Chief fan, so would I. I don't want my guys like right now going on interviews. You're in the middle of the play- playoffs. I agree, but that's the one. That's right, Dan Quinn. If he's interviewing, so can you focus on the right. Niners, please? <laughs> right. So I that's that name. I don't know why he would intrigue me as a first. I guess because he's older, more mature. Yes. He's been around the Chiefs. I don't know. That one would I would like. How about this one? I can't believe this is actually on a list from a New York newspaper, New York Post. On the list, New York Giants head coach candidate, Todd Bowles. Can't do that. Can't bring Todd Bowles back That here. would not excite the fan base. No. That would be... Uh... Can't do it. Well, that would be that would be delicious. <laughs> that would be delicious. Could here. you imagine if Todd Bowles came as the head coach? Bring Todd Not Bowles that he here. wouldn't do a good job. Just can't. second time around, right? We've got a sour taste. Wow, that's funny. Uh, Doug Peterson does not. I know he won a Super no. Bowl. I'm sorry, not does not interest me at all. I agree. How about this one, Jerry? This one might hurt you. Kellen Moore, Cowboy yeah. coordinator. I've seen his name. I not in, not impressed. 
I don't know. I mean, again, first-time head coach. He's a young kid. Head coach already? I couldn't believe they made him the offensive coordinator in Dallas. No. Wasn't I he, like, passing game coordinator or something? He was just the quarterback point. a couple years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, he was their backup quarterback just a few years ago. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, he steps on the field as the offensive coordinator. I was like, what? And he he's was, done well. I'm he not was saying paying attention. Yeah, I mean he's now they were loaded with talent though offensively too. Like that's the thing, you know. It's funny when we talk about these coordinators and who's capable of being a head coach. Look at the situation they're in. If you're doing a lot with a little, I'd be impressed. What Kellen Moore is doing with the Cowboys' offense to me expected, and I can even make the case they've underachieved this year at times, which sounds ridiculous when you see how many points they've scored. But in certain spots this year, they have underachieved. So, you can have him. I, you know, I like him where he is. But if the Giants want him, all right. And the final name on the list, uh, not a first-time coach, but one that's not sexy. Bill Parcells, <laughs> Jim Caldwell. Yeah, I mean, I think of the Lions, won a lot though. of games with the. Uh, yeah, I guess. I don't know. All right, so the sexy ones on. I there. was thinking Colts, not Lions. Josh McDaniels is sexy. That's it. Yeah, the guy I, you mentioned, Eric Bieniemy. That, I see. I actually think a giant fan would and like Harbaugh. that, and Harbaugh for sure, of course. Yeah. We all can't have Harbaugh though. He Cowers' name not on that list either. Not on the list. Okay, it's where we're at. Hmm. How long do you think? First of all, we got to get the GM in. Now, do you think the GM will take someone from where they came from? Yes. So they go the easy route. Yeah. Where they know they have the relationship. I'm going to add a name to the list, Jerry. Adam Gase. I thought he <laughs> comes who with would be All right, who would be hated more, Gase or Bowles? Gase. Clearly, it's got to be Gase. Gase. Yes. Because Bowles wasn't a bad guy and or, or by the way, douchey or Bowles weird. also wasn't horrendous. And before anybody yells at me on Twitter, that year that he got fired, very much like this year with the Jets, we went into it looking at the roster saying this is going to be a bad year, they're going to be awful, they have no talent, and Todd Bowles thought it was one of those freebie years, next year we're going to spend, and here we go again. They did win a lot of games his first year. And then they had the year they expected, and they fired him. Also, on I got to get that. Also on the list, Jerry, Ben McAdoo. <laughs> <laughs> Where's Pat Shermer? He's available. Uh, the Broncos Pat, uh, got let go. Also, Pat Shermer's available. I could see Pat Shermer putting his name in the ring. Who would you, if you were a Giant fan, out of the potential names? Yeah, would you take uh, Harbaugh over everybody? I in, would. In, oh, even over Josh McDaniels. I would. Hmm. Okay. I, yeah, absolutely. Because Harbaugh has won a lot. He's weird, though. And right? what he—he's very strange. He's a weird dude. Now that would be great. Him with uh, Paul Dottino. <laughs> 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 that would be funny. That would be good. But Harbaugh is a—he's a strange character. And as the story goes, the only reason why he didn't stay in San Francisco, because remember, he took that team to the yeah, Super why, Bowl. Yes, why? Um, he and Trent Balky did not get along. And so Mr. York, is it Jed York? I guess the owner had to make a decision because he couldn't keep both of them. He was wrong. He took Balky. <laughs> and that did not go well after Harbaugh left. Yeah. But Harbaugh, when you look at that team, that team was tough. You know, they played great defense. They were good enough on offense. They won a lot of games. He lost to his brother in the Super Bowl. But that was a feared team. Which is a harder job, you think, being a college, big-time college football coach or big-time NFL coach? Um, college, because you have a hell of a lot more kids you've got to be concerned about. They're 
their kids, um, and you simply does he got to go on recruiting things? And yeah, stuff? of course, absolutely. It's a, it's a completely different job. But it, that you know, college you're talking about eighteen to twenty two year old kids. The NFL, it's no. I would think college is a more difficult spot to be in. It's like having a whole bunch of teenagers. And it's not only the recruiting, the fundraising too is a big part of it. Yeah. And who wants to be bothered with that? Here not you me. come here, just do your job. I hate fundraising. Well, it's a good thing you don't have kids to have to actually do some fundraising for. <laughs> you don't have to go stand outside ShopRite with a oh, can. That's the wor- I will avoid a ShopRite if there's kids standing in the front selling stuff I, wanting coins. I understand. I get it. I See, I don't mind the, the jar just asking for loose change. The ones that get me because I feel bad saying no, and only because they cost so much god darn money, are the Girl Scout cookies. You walk out of Lowe's and you got the table set up. What would you like? Oh, I would. How much are they? $17 a box. <laughs> Whoa, I can get Oreos three for nine. I'm good. I'll put you down for four boxes. <laughs> no, no. But legit, I think they're like $12 a box. Yeah, they're very expensive. It's ridiculous. And then they also want you to, they try to sell you on like, if you don't want to eat Girl Scout cookies, send it to the troops. I don't want our troops getting fat on Girl Scout cookies. I want lean, muscular Troops. Have when you, you come s- back, you can eat a uh, girl. Let's go Scout back cookies. to your Chad Ochocinco story about McDonald's. Yeah. What did he eat every day? McDonald's three How times. How his body a day. look? Where he was ripped. He was Why? Because he worked out a lot. You know what those guys overseas are doing? They're Work- exercising oh, a lot. They're working out a lot. They'd be just fine if they get a box of Girl Scout cookies once every six months. Because they're always like, oh, send your unused Halloween candy to the troops. No. That I don't like. That I don't like. That we don't need. Right, be right. A little piece of home. Absolutely. It's got to make them feel all warm and fuzzy. Why not go like, uh, why don't the Girl Scouts sell protein powder and go, why don't you send (laughs) this to the troops? Send them athletic greens. Athletic greens. (laughs) Metamucil. Well, that's got to be a mess. Think about it. For the troops. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Less wiping, Jerry. You're out in the field. That is very true. We'll you send them tushies. <laughs> and tushy bidets for when they get home. All right, 535. We're coming up on 6 o'clock in just a little bit. We'll get you Boomer and Geo, but the warm-up show until then on the fan. Don't go away. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so we were talking about Brian Dable before. This is the life of a coach. So he has been he's been coaching since 1998. You ready for this? This is this is Brian Dable's resume. All right, I don't know how you ever. Clearly, you rent everywhere because you're not buying anything. He starts at Michigan State. He goes to the Patriots, to the Jets, to the Browns, to the Dolphins, to the Chiefs. Back to the Patriots. Oh, let's go to Alabama for a little while. And now the Bills. That's nine stops in 21 years. Man, if this guy's got children, they're uh, they're always the new kid at school. They don't know where they're going to school. Yeah. That is really difficult. That's a lot of, uh, well, he gets to see the world, or at least the United the a- States. Or the AFC East. Or the AFC He's East. He's coached every team in the AFC East. 
Dolphins, Bills, Jets, and uh, Pats. This guy must know the AFC East pretty well. I would say if so. If you ask me. Mm-hmm. A uh, quick birthday shout-out, Jerry, to mm. my mom who listens to this podcast. Uh, she listens on her afternoon walks. Very via, nice. Via the, yeah, via the Time podcast. Out. Happy birthday, Mrs. Dukes. She listens to that podcast yeah, we do? she does. Oh, boy. She listens to it. Oh, okay. We never discuss it. We pretend uh, she doesn't. <laughs> she turns uh, 79 today. Well, good for her. Next okay. year's a big 80th birthday party for her. That's right. Uh, oh, also... Happy birthday, Mrs. Dukes. Uh, Your mother's butt cheeks are hanging out. <laughs> no, she doesn't walk around like that, Eddie. No, she's uh, she puts on her walking pants, I'm sure. I think that's great. And Keeps walks her young. Around, uh, walks around. Does she take athletic greens? Uh, she does not. Okay. Maybe I get. Maybe I'll send some her way. There's a gift. Athletic greens. Uh, the Jets are raising their ticket prices uh, <laughs> next year. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Now they say oh. they. It's the first time since 2016. Forgive me for asking this. Yeah. Are PSL still a thing? Yeah. Like I know when they built the stadium, they were. I can't imagine they've got 80,000 season ticket holders with the way things have gone. No. So if I wanted to buy season tickets tomorrow, I got to buy a PSL still. You know, that's a good question. That's what I, I meant by that. I don't think you do. I, I don't know. Well, part, first of all, they made some some sections not PSLs. Yeah, I think there's like 12,000 seats in the upper deck. Oh. Like yeah, that's, that's a really good question. I don't know. Because you don't hear imagine. anything about it no, anymore. No, you don't. You do not hear a thing about PSLs, hmm. personal seat licenses. Yeah. Now, they're going up uh, 3%. Of course uh, they are. Also, uh, parking is going up. To what? I don't know. That's Isn't the parking biggest, $60? That is the biggest scam. It is. The I governor know. should go in and shut it down. That's unbelievable. What? I don't know. Because you, the, the, you don't have another option. It's not like you can. It's because they can. Yeah. Like in other areas, I when I uh, worked and uh, went to games in Tampa, you could park throughout the neighborhood. Buffalo, too. Yeah, Although like, in Buffalo, they sell, the people that live there sell their driveways. Yes. Which I love. And I it's love cheaper idea. than the parking lot. Yes. Yeah. When I used to go to the Bucks games, we used to park uh, in a guy's backyard. Right. And then he would let you grill, tailgate, throw the football around. <laughs> like you're renting great. his yard for the yeah. day. <laughs> but he would charge like, you know, $10. It was legitimately $10. Yeah. No, I know. And they pack it out. And it was great. But here, like when you go to the MetLife Stadium, you're nowhere near civilization. No, you're parking at MetLife Stadium. Yes. And legit, I do a, think it's like, off. I could be wrong. Maybe, no, maybe it's 50. It was 50 at least two seasons ago. Yeah. I, I went two years ago to a game. And last year and there were no fans. Bucks. So I wonder, maybe they did raise it to 60. Unbelievable. Yeah. And then they'll go, well, we, we don't own the parking lot, so we can't Right, but what I would think they're renting it to them. Right. Which is why the rates are so ridiculous. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, what are they taking in? If it's $60 a car. And people continue to go. Yeah. I don't understand that. Paying for tickets, paying for parking. It's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. But even, Traffic. but you know, not for nothing, even you were saying... I think it was you when I was talking about the tickets to go see. I think the Chili Peppers next summer, like the tickets are like two hundred bucks, and if you want to go, you spend it. It's the same thing for a sports fan. The thing that gets a little pricey is if you're a season ticket holder. It's a ridiculous. Like Evan spends a fortune every year on Nets season tickets every year, and then he bought Nick season tickets this year as well. It's a lot of money, but I mean, I guess the show is once, maybe twice, but two hundred bucks for two hours. Right, and that's but, a ticket. But at least you know you're going to get 
the red hot chili peppers in yes. peak performance. You're not going to get like you're not going to show up and uh, flea is hurt and not uh, performing. That is, that is very true. In that case, they usually postpone. Yeah, that is very true. But so it's that, also different. I mean, a game is yeah. not decided. It's not scripted. You don't know what the hell but they, you're getting. They charge you that to go to a Red Hot Chili Peppers if something's uh, going on at MetLife Stadium. That's such a big ripoff. The parking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no. It doesn't change. It is what it is. So who's our governor, Jerry? I'm going to send him. Phil Murphy. Phil Murphy. Get over there and tell him to slow that parking. Yeah, I don't know it's that he's going to. He's got bigger issues right now than parking at sports games. Here's some sad news, Jerry. Oh, not really. I don't want no, no, it's not real. No, it's only, it's um, it's not sad news like someone died. It's oh, fake sad news, sad? Like fake news, sad. Oh, that's fine. But it's it's not fake news. It just it's sad news in that I I hate to hear it. Okay. Kyle Shanahan. Oh yes. Says that today's players have no idea about the Niners Cowboys historical rivalry. Ago. You realize how long ago that was? The catch. What? what uh, not for nothing. Neither do you. You thought they didn't play in the playoffs since the catch. Someone said that on television. Well, what you're supposed to? So let's just well, let's recap. I believe it. Is. You're you're not aware of the Cowboys 49ers playoff history aside from the catch, nor are you aware of who their defensive coordinator is going into the game against the Niners on Sunday. He better he better have that team ready to go. But I mean, the idea that a 23 year old isn't aware that some guy named Dwight Clark made yes. a catch in the back of the end. I'll tell you what I didn't realize about that game. And I, again, I was, I guess it was eight. And all, you do remember that. I remember the catch and I remember Danny White, the pass play over the middle and almost scoring to actually win the game. And then the fumble because they were almost in field goal position. That, that's what I remember from the game. I forget who it was that wrote about it. And I should have fact checked it. I didn't. Might have been Gary. It was, it was an NFL reporter though. Or maybe it was one of the Cowboy reporters. They posted on Twitter, we think about that as such a great game. And I got to check this. They said there were nine turnovers in that game. In the catch game. I don't remember that. I don't either. So the Niners turned it over six times, the Cowboys three times, and the Niners still won the game. Man, that Ed Tuttle Jones should have knocked that ball down. Well, he got, he went for the fake. He got The pump fake. He went up on the pump fake. Montana brought it back down and on the run. Just floated it right out there. Yep, 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 the yep. The big yep. tall Dwight Clark. Yeah. Now there was. Am I right? Did I hear someone told me if there was replay that catch would not have stood? Is that right? Mm. Let's get it reviewed. I might be making that up. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> would you watch it? Would you watch a quiz show, a Jeopardy type, or a, yeah, like a Jeopardy type quiz show right. of current NFL players? Yes, being, I know uh, where you're going. Being uh, with categories about the history of the NFL. Yes, I would um, love to watch that. I would. Bunch of dopes. I think that would actually be fun. I think so, yes. Guys would have no idea. They'd be like, this guy was, uh, uh, you know, like Joe Montana. You could ask questions about Joe Montana. No one would have any idea. And simple questions, too. Yeah. Like, what team did Joe, what teams did Joe Montana play for? And see if they can get both of them. I would love to ask all current NFL players who played in Super Bowl one. Yeah, you could do that. I bet you 20% get it. You're probably right about that. That might even be a big number. Just quickly, I w- Joe yeah. Montana that day, 22 of 35, 286 yards, three touchdowns, three interceptions. Three picks. Yeah. And Danny White, 16 of 24, 173, two touchdowns, one interception. I am looking forward to this game. What the, is this the Saturday? 4.30 Sunday. It's 4.30 Sunday. 4.30 Sunday. Man, I am looking forward to that one. Yeah. That wow. game's in Dallas, yes? Well, you're really on top of things. <laughs> 
The Cowboys won the division. Correct. The Niners were a wild card right. team. This is the 3 6 matchup, I believe. Perfect. So, yes, it's at AT&T Stadium in Arlington. <laughs> Cowboys better wear their white with their gray pants. So I want to see the Niners in their red. I think that's what you're going to see. I don't think you're going to see the Cowboy blue and the Niner white. Make the Niners wear the white. No, I don't think you're going to be seeing that. I think you'll get the traditional. Here's what I want to see. I want to see the Cowboys in the formation at the end. Do the old Tom Landry offensive line up, down, take a knee. Let's move on and see Tom Brady and the Patriots. Uh, the Patriots, the uh, the Bucks. You know they got to stop week. Jerry. That wide receiver Debo. Uh, Debo Samuel, who's yeah. not only a wide receiver, he runs the ball with authority. What if we uh, had an Uber driver take him to the wrong place? <laughs> take him to the site of Texas Stadium, which is no yes. longer there, and just drop him off. <laughs> this is what the GPS says. <laughs> Here, take him to Frisco to the Cowboys practice facility. Yes. Good luck. <laughs> that guy can't show up to that game. He's a good player. He's a really good. I, I he's the type of player you watch him and you're like, wow. We wish every team had a kid like him. He's been yeah, he's, he's that good. good. I like him. Uh, all right, one final break, and then when we come back, we will wrap it up. We'll get Boomer and Geo in here, and then a, a whole big Wednesday program right here on the fan. Right now on Odyssey Sports Minute, the Memphis Grizzlies are rolling, and here to talk about it, Amy Lawrence. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, welcome back. Unless you've been uh, hiding under a rock, Joe Judge did get the fired yesterday. Rutgers lost last night. Iona won last night. What else you got? I see the Mets are retiring Mr. Keith Hernandez. That's right. We didn't discuss that. Yeah, how about that? About time. I guess other players have wore that over the yeah. worn that over the years. But They've now, worn 18, 16. Yeah. yeah. It's always weird. Whenever I see any of the 86 Mets numbers being I know. used. I know. So Let's good re- for Keith. They're doing it before Marlins game. Brilliant. Uh, July 9th, yeah. I believe the date is right. Before Marlins you know game. Love? Perfect. We're also discussing things like there's no lockout, no nothing. It's just a different feel. Like business as usual, aside from the fact there's no signings right now. It's like, all right, they're going to meet today. Is anything going to get done? No. And, you know, I I had, we were talking on the break about the PSLs. Like, I've had t- Mets ticket reps call me. Yeah, everyone uh, just assumes this will be handled and taken care of long and before I'm, the season I do starts. believe that, too. Yeah. But I don't know why I believe that. Because in the past, it means usually, good luck. Maybe we'll see you in July. I don't know. Or just so far. Maybe, you know, when it'll ramp back up when uh, after the Super Bowl is over. I guess, but after the Super Bowl is over, pitchers and catchers should be in camp oh, already. So they got to get it together before that. I think pitchers and catchers are somewhere in the second week of February. Well, we're only a few weeks, well, four weeks away from that. Oh. And they haven't spoken in how long? So they're going to meet today. Okay, I'm sorry, tomorrow, Thursday. Great. Nothing's going to get done. Do you think Haji, Haji? Haji. Haji the cat will come to the ceremony? <laughs> I don't think so. He's an indoor cat. <laughs> think he's he's going to bring him in a carrier? <laughs> yes. I don't think so. That'd be so. nice. Although Haji's got nice t-shirts. Keith's very close with his cat. Yeah, well, he's a cat guy. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. And I see the uh, weather for Buffalo, for Buffalo Patriots, supposed to be single digits snow. Chances oh, is that snow. true? Well, Chances you know what? Snow. You got, see, I was going to say you got two teams used to it, but I don't know. Mac Jones really want to go play in that weather? No, he doesn't. This is not Tom Brady anymore. Right, but uh, the other fellow, the uh, the Bills quarterback, he oh, seems good. like uh, Josh Allen. He seems you just like, pull the mic. <laughs> he, he seems like a cold weather guy. Well, he's playing in Buffalo. Oh, so that so was, I would so say at this ex- point, he's you, used to it. You're saying he's played some games in he's Buffalo. He's played a few of them. 
in the yeah. cold. Who do you like in that game? You're taking the Bills, aren't you? You yeah, were on definitely. the Patriots bandwagon so yeah. much about five weeks ago. I don't trust them now. Well, they lost a couple of games here down the stretch. It didn't look great either. Yeah, I feel like in Buffalo with the crazy Bills fans, playoffs. Throwing people through tables, walking through fire. Yeah, and and, and you know Belichick's just going to play it. Run, dump pass, well, run. Remember that terrible primetime game? That's what they did. Remember they only threw the ball three times. And they won. And they won. That's exactly right. I think the Bills would be ready for that. <laughs> you think? <laughs> Since they saw it already? You know who's going to be ready for it, Jerry? Brian Dable. <laughs> WFAN and WFAN-FM and HD1, New York. An Odyssey station.